Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. More and more it seems that science and technology is taking precedence over religion and spirituality. Where we used to place our faith and belief in religious doctrine and spiritual practice, whereas now it seems that science and technology is being used to negate religion and spirituality, to prove its non-existence, to say that the truth is only that which can be proven. People seem to have adopted this stance that you are either scientific, like you would typically have been religious, as you are a scientific person, or you are a religious person. And there is this disparity between the two, and the assumption that the two cannot coexist. You cannot be scientific and spiritual. However, this is far from the case. And in fact, most people that I know that are spiritual actually have a deep fundamental understanding of science. And also, it seems that science is often catching up with spiritual knowledge, that some of the greatest breakthroughs that are being made in the scientific domain often correlate quite deeply with what spiritual people know to be true. For instance, if I was to say to you that we are all one, we are all one being, all one energy, all one frequency, I am you and you are me. This would often be laughed at by people who proclaim to be scientific. They would chalk it down to woo-woo nonsense and you know spiritual hippie bullshit. But it's reality. And if you look at it through the scientific lens and you see yourself as you are, as your atomic structure at the molecular level, when you see all of these atoms moving about, just because we perceive with our eyes and we see these lines between where our skin is and where our bones are and where the end of our body is, where the start of the air around us and the objects around us, if you were to see particles and atoms as they are, like at that level, you wouldn't be able to see those lines. All you would see would be a mass of atoms moving about and floating about. So what our eyes can perceive is a false reality. Because as soon as you go down to a different level and observe with a closer lens, we would be able to see that there's no difference between the oxygen molecules that come in and out of my body to the oxygen molecules in the air. And these molecules move freely. Our skin breathes and you don't retain all of the same atoms. And even the skin that you have regenerates, those cells regenerate. You don't even have the same physical body that you would have had 15 years ago. So human beings exist within this vast sea of atoms. And we see ourselves as separate from that sea, as something that exists outside of that sea. But we are very much a part of it, as much as the furniture around you, the plants, the trees, the animals, they are all a part of this sea of atoms. We are a wave in an ocean, not separate from the water, not separate from the ocean, but we are one wave as a part of a larger set of waves, a larger body of water. And in another instance, where you would look at something like astrology, or how the moon affects us, and how the moon phases have an effect on how we feel, and how our body is able to heal. And 
this is often laughed at. This is ridiculed. And people are ridiculed for believing in this stuff. And it's seen as nonsense, even though it was what the ancients held so dearly. And they looked at the stars and they looked at astrology and they paid close attention for good reason. Yet, if we look at the science, it backs exactly that reason. We know that the high and the low tides are caused by the moon. So we know that things all the way out in space affect water on earth and in a similar vein we also know that humans are typically about 60 percent water so why is it impossible to imagine that the forces of the moon could also have an effect on us there are so many beautiful and amazing mysteries in the world there are so many things that we don't know But our hubris and our attitude that we are the pinnacle of humanity and that we have nothing to learn from the ancients and that all of their knowledge, all of their wisdom, well, that was rubbish. But everything that we know that we can prove now through our science, well, that's truth. And if you believe anything other than that, then you are crazy or stupid and that our medicine, our science, our beliefs... Those are the only ones that are valid. Yet to me, most atheists I know are actually quite lazy. They don't care for seeking knowledge for themselves. They don't care about true science, about being able to come up with a hypothesis and look to prove that hypothesis, or even do any form of self-experimentation or inquiry. They're actually the people that just want to digest what they're told. They just want to listen and recite and regurgitate what they're told. But that's not being scientific at all. And when I say, look within, look at the answers that you hold, inquire within, which is something that almost all ancient practices suggest, that we can find God within ourselves. We can be our own guru. We have the key. There is no reason that that should be deemed unscientific. We are all part of a collective consciousness. The only separation that exists is the separation that we project onto the world. The world is not separate. We just view it through our own lens that makes it feel separate. Same as time. We believe that we experience time as it is. Time is relative to humans. But to a tree, time is relative to the tree. For something that exists for thousands of years, it does not experience time in the same way that something that exists for maybe a hundred years experiences time. And not even two humans experience time in the same way. If I'm always busy, always doing something, always going about life, or if I'm always in danger and I'm living day to day because I know that there is a threat to my life and that I could die any day, I'm not going to be experiencing time the same way as someone who is living each day, living in comfort, doing the same thing, sticking to a routine. I'm not going to experience time in the same way. So time is relative to the thing that is experiencing it. Yet this view of linear time that goes, you know, second by second, minute by minute, hour by hour, that we know as provable fact, you know, this is a constant in our lives, space and time. Well, that's not even a true constant. It's something that, depending on how it's perceived and from which part it's being experienced, 
it's completely variable. So to suggest that we know through our relative lens and our relative experience that there is only one truth and that you cannot know something without being able to prove it or that you can only know something to be true by something that someone else has proven yet there still remains so many things that exist in science as mystery yet as spiritual beings we know it to be true things like the placebo effect being able to heal your body through your own conscious thought our intuition and our ability to understand and know things without being able to rationally explain them or break them down there are so many amazing things that are happening in science and i'm not suggesting that we move away from science all i am suggesting is that both spiritual practice and science can coexist that one does not negate the other and that you can be a spiritual being and a scientific being and that arguably the truth of spirituality, the truth of God and the universe coexist quite beautifully with what science is catching up to prove. We see this with spiritual beliefs and metaphysics and quantum mechanics, how modern day quantum mechanics, which isn't ridiculed, coincides really nicely with old spiritual beliefs that are. And more and more we're seeing these breakthroughs in science relate to ancient wisdom. So I think that anyone who discredits or ridicules someone for being a spiritual person, for having out-of-the-box thoughts and away from the mainstream accepted truth, these are the same people who, back in the day, would have given the same ridicule to the people who were making major breakthroughs in science, the people that were first suggesting that the earth is round and revolves around the sun, and all of this stuff that is accepted as modern day fact, these people were all in a similar vein ridiculed. So don't let other people discredit your beliefs. Don't let other people tell you that you are crazy or silly or make you feel stupid for believing something that they don't for holding onto a different set of beliefs or truths. Because as Socrates said, all I know is that I know nothing. And the more I do self-inquiry, the more I learn, the more wisdom I gain, the more I experience of life, the more I realise that everything that I held onto, everything that I believed to be absolute truth, is often a misrepresentation of what truth really is. And as soon as you define the truth, as soon as you speak things into existence, as soon as you make it a part of language, it's then a reduction of truth. And that the universe, the laws of the universe, the world, the meaning of life, what it is to be human, what it means to be spiritual, what the soul is, all of it, as soon as we are attempting to explain it, or to put it into words, or to do our best to make sense of it, We've then made it an abstraction of truth and not truth itself. And there is a real good possibility that we are not meant to know. That there is so much in this world that we are meant to just experience and be a part of this world and live a human existence and not try to transcend our humanity. 
not to escape it, not to rationalize it, not to understand it, but just experience it. It is exciting and enjoyable and beautiful and wonderful to try to make sense of these things. And you may come to your own version of the truth, but that doesn't make it absolute. That doesn't mean that what you have concluded, what your experiences have taught you, what the answers that have been revealed to you negate somebody else's truth or their beliefs, because their experience may have revealed different sets of truth, different answers. It may have brought them to different conclusions, and that doesn't make them wrong just because they're not your answers or your conclusions. So go and enjoy this life. Enjoy this wonderful experience and play this game called life. And do it on your own terms, with your own truth and your own belief, and live the experience that you are meant to live. Thank you for listening.